Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is an RNZ podcast. Na mihi and a big welcome to Elemental, a podcast from RNZ. I'm Alison Balance. And I'm Alan Blackman from Auckland University of Technology. And we are on an alphabetical journey through the periodic table to mark 150 years since Russian chemist Dmitry Mendeleev published the first version of it. Yep, episode 25 when we are busting <laughs> into the E's. We are up to Erbium. And yes, that's spelt E-R-B, and it doesn't have a dropped letter H, unlike the word that we call herb in New Zealand, but which Americans pronounce as herb. Indeed, never understood that, but no, this element has nothing to do with herbs. So what does it have to do with? Well, let's start with its vital statistics, as we always do. So erbium, so chemical symbol E-R, atomic number 68, and that puts it down the bottom in those uh, funny two periods of elements. It's, uh, it's a lanthanoid, and it was discovered in 1843. And, of course, being a lanthanoid, that makes it a metal. Now, where does that herb bit of the erbium name come from? <laughs> funny you should ask, Alison. Very interesting, this. So there was, and is, I guess, a small village in Sweden that goes by the name of Itterby. And forgive my Swedish pronunciation there, but <laughs> it is spelt Y-T-T-E-R-B-Y. And Itterby is close to Stockholm. It's in the Stockholm archipelago on the island of Arizaru. Again, forgive my Swedish, which means outer village. So there was a very, very famous mine there. And a lot of new elements, in fact, came from said mine. And in fact, a total of eight elements. Eight? Uh, all of, yeah, elements yeah. from one mine. Indeed, all of which were lanthanoids, of which erbium is one. It all started back in the day with a lieutenant in the Swedish Royal Army. His name was Karl Arrhenius, and he collected an unusual black stone, and from that black stone, that's where it all began. So there were weird things in here that people had not seen before. And, in fact, Itterby, this little village, claims credit for naming four new elements. So those elements are erbium, which is one of them, terbium, Iterbium and Yttrium. Hold on a minute. So they made four element names out of one seven-letter word that's the name of that village. Yep. And it's a word that only has one vowel in it. So it'll be spelt Y-T-T-E-R-B-Y. Mm -hmm. And from that they got Iterbium. So they yep. took the first six letters. <laughs> then they did Yttrium, which was the first three letters. Yep. Then Terbium, which mm -hmm. is letters three, four, and five, uh -huh. and then erbium, which is four, five, and six. This is yeah. like the ultimate chemical scrabble game. How many element names can you make out of these seven slightly weird letters? <clears throat> and, of course, this is not to mention the other four elements which weren't named after <laughs> it be. Oh, we'll get to those when we get to those. <laughs> so, obviously, all chemists who visit Sweden have to make a pilgrimage to this little town because uh, <laughs> it, it is quite remarkable. 
And uh, to continue on in terms of it being remarkable, it's one of the more abundant rare earth elements, as we sometimes call them, or lanthanoids. And in fact, it's the 45th most abundant element in the Earth's crust. So of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there in the top half. So we mentioned it's a metal. And as is usual with all of the lanthanoids, it's never found as the free metal in nature. It's very reactive. And so you put it in an atmosphere of water or air and it will react uh, with both of those. was originally found as the oxide, and quite appropriately, <laughs> it came from an impure sample of yttrium oxide, which <laughs> came from the same little town, and also terbium oxide as well. So they're all sort of mixed together, like many of the lanthanoids, and they were a real pain to separate, but they actually got there. So just going back to the naming thing, that mm-hmm. getting four element names out of one village name. You're obsessed with this. I am. But it's like a really good metaphor for the discovery of these elements, isn't it? They're all bound up with each other as various minerals, but when the chemists eventually managed to tease them apart, it was like a set of Russian dolls, and it wasn't just one thing, but there was a whole lot of things. Mm-hmm. It's yep. a game of how many elements can you find in this one mineral? Um, <laughs> do we still get it from the Swedish mine, by the way? No, sadly. The mine closed down in 1933, and like many of the rare earth or lanthanoid elements, you now mainly get it from China and um, also the United States. So they mine around about 500 tonnes a year. So what are erbium's characteristics? It's obviously useful if we're mining it in those kind of quantities. Yeah, indeed. As I said before, so it's a lanthanoid, so therefore it does react with air and water. But in fact, it is one of the slower ones of all of the lanthanoids to react uh, in such a way. Erbium oxide is used widely in welders' glasses. So when you're doing welding, you get an awful lot of infrared given off during that. And this Erbium oxide does absorb the infrared light. And you've probably seen erbium as the oxide, but not realised it, I guess, if ever you've looked at coloured glass. So if you look at pink glass or pink ceramics, then chances are that pink colour is in fact erbium oxide. So erbium is what allows us to see the world through rose-tinted glasses. Oh, awesome. very good. Very <laughs> good. So erbium has more sort of, let's say, 21st century uses as well. So optical fibres are generally made from silicon and with a tiny little bit of erbium there, a smidge, or in chemical terms we would say that it is doped with a little bit of erbium. And what that allows the light passing down the fibre to do is to be amplified. So in fact it interacts with the erbium ions and it gets amplified all the way down the fibre, which is kind of cool. So it might be in those fibre optic cables that we're rolling out all around New Zealand at the moment to get ultra-fast broadband? Ah, yes, indeed, and I think, I think our house is due for it this year. Yay. <laughs> Lucky you. Erbium yes. coming your way. Interesting fact, please. Okay, so uh, a little bit of research on this, and I found out that erbium lasers, which are lasers that uh, give out infrared light, are in fact used widely in laser skin resurfacing, offered by any number of places on the internet. And apparently this laser skin resurfacing gets rid of fine lines and wrinkles, so Mm -hmm. they say. (laughs) (laughs) They're also used, uh, these erbium lasers, in dental surgery as an alternative to drills. So you can actually drill in your teeth with a laser. And even better, it doesn't require anaesthetic, so I'm all for that. (laughs) That laser skin resurfacing, it really means that erbium is about making the world look a better place. (laughs) And then you can even look at that smoother skin through... Mm -hmm 
your rose-tinted spectacles. Absolutely. All thanks to Erbium. <laughs> and of course, we'll be meeting its Swedish village siblings in later episodes of Elemental. Indeed we will. But for now, you've been listening to Elemental, a podcast from RNZ. We are proudly made in New Zealand, but the podcasts live in cyberspace. And our cyber home is at rnz.co.nz forward slash chemistry. We also live on lots of podcast apps, and hopefully you can find us on your favourite app. We'll be back next time with Europium. But for now, it's bye from me, Alison Balance. And me, Alan Blackman. Cheerio. Matewa. Thank <laughs> you.